This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. We could have a spare room and have one yeah, of our friends. Yeah. We love them so much. But I don't want a friend in our room on a, on a weekend getaway. Okay, okay. I would never want that, okay. ever. It doesn't matter who the person is. Dear Shandy. Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? Doing okay. It's Doing caller okay. day. Yes. Been a while. I feel like you should have a jingle for that. I will. One day. <laughs> not, not now. Not right now. Not now. Well, it's a very exciting caller day. Yeah. It's a first because not only do we have one Shandy, but two Shandies. Two Shandies. It's a couple. They very cleverly have decided to go by Barbie and Ken, which we love. <laughs> so Barbie and Ken, I don't know how I'm going to keep a straight face with that today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. Hello. Hey, guys. Barbie and Ken, <laughs> do you mind telling us where in the world you are, approximately or specifically, uh, your ages and your story, please? Okay, so we're in the South. I'm 29. I'm 28. We wrote in because we are getting married. We're very excited, obviously. Um, we met through Hinge in February 2021. So it was a pretty fast relationship, I think. Um, we moved in together after knowing each other for six months, right? Yes. And uh, got engaged not too long after. And well, we started talking about marriage like about a year into the relationship. And then we, we got engaged like a year and a half into the relationship. Okay. And, and you're so a pandemic pandemic relationship right yeah yes okay, cool. so we've been together now for about two years um we've been engaged for like five months yes something like that um long enough that we're being bothered about it now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay please elaborate i have a pretty large family that is uh very interested in large celebrations and in prior experiences with them myself and barbie we tend to be on the quieter side of these large family events and so we are reluctant to do a very large family event to celebrate our marriage well i also come from a really quiet family and small family. Yours is very large and gregarious and has lots of opinions and everything. And when we started, when we got engaged, people immediately started asking questions 
And so then we started thinking about what we would want for our wedding. I even sent them a text message that said, please stop asking questions. We'll let you know when we decide. (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot. Um, And yeah, we just started thinking about everything. And then we just ultimately decided that we didn't want to do a big wedding. We just wanted to elope. So that's what we're doing. And it's a big secret. We are, we are getting secretly married. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, we're going to tell people eventually, obviously. But right now, people, most people don't know. And we're kind of happy about that. Like, I like that no one knows right now because then people can't like, like the focus really is just on us and like what we want for the day. And the problem, though, is I'm really really nervous about telling his family specifically his mom mainly because of comments that she's made in the past just like she's just so excited about planning a wedding and will say things like she has said please do not elope whatever you do. <laughs> yeah. or like someone jokingly said like what if you go to the courthouse uh and get married and she was like oh my god please no don't do that Please don't do that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I Like, after comments like that, I'm just like, oh, my God, should we? Like, is this a mistake? Or, like, how how do I tell her? How do we tell her that we've gotten married and not invited her? Um, oh, wait. So you wouldn't tell them until after you eloped? That's the plan. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And, and just okay. Go. And is there any plan at all to have like a sort of a post elopement party, or just well, that's I, it? We're open to that, but we have we're not like expecting that because it feels kind of weird to like say, "Hey, we're getting married, but we're not inviting you, but let's have a party," you know? And hmm. we're we're willing to let the parents do a party on their terms. Okay. Because that's okay. what they want, really. Yeah. Okay, and, so if they want to throw you a party after the elopement that they plan, they organize, yeah. you would be like, okay, we'll show up. Right, so you're yeah. game. Okay. Yeah. And what if that big party resembled a wedding? <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> a non-wedding wedding? No, I mean, like, even though you've eloped, you're technically married. Well, what if you wore a white dress, walked down the aisle, you know, it kind of looked exactly like a wedding. exactly what I was thinking. I mean, I think that's fine. Like the whole idea of eloping is so that we have a day, the day that's really special to us and no one's opinions are going to like kind of infiltrate the day. So if we had like a celebration afterwards, then they could just like go at it and like do whatever they wanted. And it wouldn't really matter because we've had our day. What can I ask? I'm going to pry a little here, but what is your day going to look like if you don't mind? Yeah, we've planned it already. So like Barbie said, we're in the south, the southeast of the United States. We are going to go to Maine, where we've both never been. Um, We have hired an officiant. We've hired a photographer. Uh, We have two friends who live in Maine that I know from college who are going to be our witnesses. And they're not even very close friends. They're good friends, but not very close friends. So I'm looking at it as like a very neutral event that is really just about us. 
Um, it's not like we invited one family and not the other one or yeah. invited some right. siblings or some friends. It's really just a very solitary idea. Okay. And just because uh, I remember from your email, Barbie, I remember that your family was a little less invested in whether or not you had a wedding. And Ken, it was your family, especially your mother, like you guys mentioned, who was really invested, correct? So it's more so yeah. his family that needs contending with. No. Okay. Maine is beautiful. I, <laughs> yeah? I went to summer I went to summer camp in Maine. Yeah. Yeah. Froze my balls off. But <laughs> oh, it's great. In the summer, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what is stopping you exactly from just telling Ken your family the plan to elope and also giving permission to plan a wedding afterwards? Is it because you don't want to be talked out of it? Like what if what if they're just not allowed to talk you out of it? You already have the plans, you have the travel plans made, you've hired the officiant, you're going to do it. I just can't help but wonder why uh, it has to be a secret, which in my view will seem a little more like a betrayal, especially to your mother. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I am afraid of them showing up, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's well, at that level. Originally, I wanted to tell them or like I was conflicted about not telling them. But. I kind of left it to Ken because, you know, he knows his family better than I know them. <laughs> and I guess they might show up. I don't know. Is that they, an actual concern? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I I could see them buying a plane ticket for our dates. Is there a way you could have the conversation? I don't know what kind of communication style your families have. I, I'm getting a feeling it's it's not A+. plus. <laughs> I don't know how else to put yes. that, but is there a possibility you could have a conversation where you're like, listen, I, I really want you to respect this decision and I want you to let us have this on our own and I don't want you to come and they'll be like, okay. Yeah. We, we and then come. after you can go wild, like let's have a big party. We can talk about it. I think it's worth, depending on Barbie's stress level, I think it is worth discussing. My reason personally, in my mind, if, uh, if they're not there, I can keep them out of it. They're out of out of sight, out of mind. Um, and it, yeah. it's less stressful for me if they do not know. Right. Mm. But, but I think it's probably more stressful for me if they don't know. Mm -hmm. As an outsider, Barbie, I would agree with you on this. Yeah. Also, Ken, do you have siblings? Yes, I have five siblings. Five oh, wow. siblings. And have there been any weddings so far? Two. Two. One was very, very large and very contentious. <laughs> the Sorry, other I one. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that was really um, priceless. Yes, it will. Euphemism <laughs> for what happened I, at that wedding. My sibling, of course, he also, we, we have five siblings. And then his wife, uh, has no siblings. So she really did not understand the whole process, everyone being involved. Mm. The other wedding was small, but it seemed like they did it just for our family. And it seemed like they were out of the moment, uh, which seemed pointless to me. I want to be in the moment. Mm. Right. Okay. And final question before I think we're going to share our opinions 
although I think we're sort of leading in that direction. Mm-hmm. Is it an impossibility that you could allow your closest family members, like your parents, to come to your elopement and just be there for that day? <laughs> and if and they're both they're both looking at each other to answer that. I don't know. I think the other thing is I don't have the greatest relationship with my dad. Yeah, I don't know. So to invite my parents but not her dad would be problematic, mm-hmm. we think. And you would be okay with inviting your dad to a post-elopement party slash yeah. thing that resembles a wedding? Yeah. Like, okay. I don't really... Anything afterwards I don't like really mind what it looks like I guess I just I I guess we just kind of have like a specific vision for the day mm-hmm. and they're not in it personally okay. yeah no that's fine and they're <laughs> yeah, your parents yeah. you're the one allowed who's allowed to say that okay mm-hmm. do you have any other questions not really I definitely have my opinion yeah do I have an, I okay think you want to share the same opinion okay I, I think that it's very important for you to know what you want and you seem to know that. And it's a big, big day and you should have it the way you both want. And you both are on the exact same page, which is actually rare even for any kind of wedding. Oh, it's Big, great. small, medium. There's always some disagreement. Yeah, yeah the you, fact that you guys are exactly on the same page about what yeah. you want for that day is awesome. Yeah, you, you, you agree on the exact number of guests, which is zero. <laughs> and that's very rare. So you deserve that. You will have that. But I do think that to avoid potentially a lifetime of an elephant in the room, of of issues, of disagreements, of relationships that are tarnished potentially permanently, I think it's very important for two reasons. Very important for you to discuss this with your families and say you're going to do this and you're not invited and that's final. Not in those words exactly, but... You but know, if necessary... If necessary, sure. Like yeah. But I would have tried to avoid that if possible. Definitely talk to them about it. I, I don't have any, there's no gray area for me on this. You need to, you don't want to do this as a surprise. If your families were like, ah, you know, if we have a wedding, you have a big wedding, small wedding, it's okay. Do whatever you guys want. Totally different. They've made it clear that they're going to make a stink. Specifically, if you elope, like they, your mother said, do not elope. Like this is going to be an issue. Mm. You got to talk about this. Put your foot down. Make it about what you guys want. It's your day. This is the way you want it. There's no other way around it. This is how it's going to happen. Please respect this. And in doing so, not only will you, I think, get to do this the way you want it and also not have this thing that comes back to bite you with all sorts of family problems later, but you might actually take a step forward in the communication you have with your families, Mm. respectively, and make progress there as well. This could be a sort of a formative moment as opposed to something you avoid. I always find that avoiding conflict of this nature is a bad call. I always regret it in my life, in mm-hmm. my experience. Yeah, because um, it ends up resurfacing in always. other ways. You pay for it. You pay twice later what you save at the beginning. Especially so. since your mother in particular has made it so clear, abundantly clear how she feels about this. Uh, so to build on Andy's answer, which by the way, I agree with 100%, I think, Ken, it is on you to have this conversation. Barbie, you can choose to join or not if you think it would add to the conversation. Mm-hmm. But I really... I feel for Barbie in this situation because I think that like while I agree that it would be nice for them to not know and you can just like disappear and go off to Maine and not worry about them showing up, 
Like this is you laying down a boundary, which is don't buy a plane ticket. Don't show up. It's not welcome. We don't want you to. Of course, hopefully you don't have to say it like that. But if necessary, you Mm can. But I do feel like it will end up inevitably reflecting poorly on Barbie Mm -hmm. because she's the outsider coming in. You're their child. They're never going to hold it against you that much. But, you know, she's the one marrying into the family. She needs to be protected. Mm -hmm. And... Yes, it's a secret. It can be a secret from everyone else. But they're going to feel special because they're in on it. And then they also know that they have free reign to celebrate you however they want. And it can look like a wedding. And if they want or if you want, every guest at this wedding can think that you're not already married. Yeah, that's married. true. And and just to be clear, we were married yeah, before we, we had, had a wedding. We had been married no at needed- City Hall for Two and a half years before we had our wedding. Yeah, it didn't make any difference. I think eighty percent of our guests did not know that. Yeah, and it didn't matter. The ones who did didn't care. They were like, "Well, this is a sham well, wedding." Well, because that's the thing is, ultimately, <laughs> no one cares that much. No one cares. <laughs> they just want to have a good time. Yeah, they the, just want to have a good and time. And the people who care more than anything are your. Well, it sounds like Ken, your your parents, especially your mother, and so she should be treated with care in yeah. return. You know, ultimately, weddings are often about the family, about your parents. They Mm. care so much. You know, Mm. you just sort of want to honor that if they seem to care. And in Barbie, in your case, since it's a different relationship, I totally get it. And in which case, invite your dad, like everyone else, to the the quote-unquote wedding, you know? (laughs) Does our answer surprise you guys? A little bit, yeah. I didn't, (laughs) yeah. Wait, why? What were you expecting? I'm curious. I don't really not like i think i was expecting are you surprised yes i'm surprised oh Wait, wow double surprise <laughs> double surprise <laughs> so andy i long thought that the razor business needed a shake-up and that's where athena club <laughs> came to the rescue you know, this, is, this is a sexy razor it is a sexy. i like feeling it yeah i like stroking it's- it <laughs> With that $10, it also comes with a spare blade and possibly my favorite part of all is the magnetic hook. Can I please demonstrate? No, I want to demonstrate. Give it back. <laughs> all right. I'll be the wall. Okay. And I'm I, in the shower. Okay. Just get shaving. The sun. <laughs> oh, where do I put this thing? Should I put it on the, the ledge here? Yeah. Get a nice <laughs> rust thing going. Where it'll just start sitting oh, in its this? own goop. Oh, what is this? This is on the oh, shower wall. Oh, oh I'm just going to drop this over here. Oh, da 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 da. Then. <laughs> Seriously, for $10 plus a spare blade, this is an unbelievable value. I want to eat that magnet. <laughs> I know. It looks like candy, doesn't it? It's so cute. I love it. Plus, you get to select your color. You know, it's not just basic colors. And obviously you chose purple. It's not just purple. It's like lavender. It is lavender. You're right. Plus, I love that the razor blade is surrounded by water activated serum with shea butter and hyaluronic acid. Everyone knows those are great ingredients for your skin. I mean, this is holy grail razor right here. And Mm. the reviews reflect that. Thousands of five-star reviews for that razor. Yeah. I'm sorry. That can't be wrong. No, it's impossible. You can't pay that many people. (laughs) And most importantly, let's not forget the whole point. It's a you mean the point isn't that it's lavender? 
I mean, that is a big point. Yeah. But the main point is that it gives a really good shave. Oh, it glides. It's so smooth. I look forward. I look forward to shaving. It's not a chore with this. So show your skin you care with the Athena Club razor kit. Head to athenaclub.com. That's A-T-H-E-N-A-C-L-U-B.com and use code DEARSHANDY for 25% off your first order. That's athenaclub.com and use code DEARSHANDY for 25% off. Athena Club has also launched in Target stores nationwide. So be sure to check out the shaving aisle to buy their products in store in real life. So Andy, as you know, I am pretty selective when it comes to sunglasses. Oh man. I mean, we just went shopping. Basically every pair of sunglasses in the store now has some of your DNA on it. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, the store that I have the most success in is Warby Parker. Their styles are super cute. And my favorite part of all is you can order five pairs to be sent to your door for free to try on at home. And I'll tell you something, you had more success with those five frames than you did in an hour. (laughs) In a department store. Yeah, you know, not all faces, I guess, are created equal. I don't know. But I just have way better luck with Warby Parker. Their styles are so cute. And I love how they have different widths. This is a big thing because I think I have a small head. (laughs) (laughs) You have a peanut head. All I know is that when I get a one-size-fits-all hat, it's always too big for me. And I love how Warby Parker has narrow width frames and wide and medium. You know, they have different options. And we have to also talk, of course, I mean, I think that this is what they're most famous for, is their prescription line of glasses and contact lenses. Why don't you talk about that, Andy? That's your problem. Mm. Thanks. Warby Parker's glasses start at an insane $95, including prescription lenses. Insane. Including prescription lenses is the key part of that sentence. That's actually bonkers. I mean, I know just from shopping for glasses in the past with you that $95 just for the lenses alone would be cheap. Oh, yeah. In the old days. I'll be honest with you. When I first got a pair of prescription Warby glasses, Uh I actually, I was like, I don't know if I can trust these people. This is too cheap. (laughs) And then you found that you could. I could. Yeah. And you love your Warby glasses. And let's say you have a prescription for glasses that's old, you know, and you're like, oh, I want new glasses, but I don't want to have to book an appointment, go get a new prescription. There's two options for you. First of all, Warby Parker has eye exams in store. So yeah, it's amazing. So you can go to the store and get it all done in one go, or they have the virtual vision test app. So you can renew your prescription from home on your phone for $15. Wait, what? I know. (laughs) I can tell you're upset. You're like, I didn't know about this. Plus, it always pays to shop in bulk, and at Warby, it's no exception. You can add a pair and save. So if you buy two or more pairs of prescription glasses or sunglasses, you get 15% off. Amazing. Mm. Plus, if you prefer to shop in store, you don't want to do the home try-on kit. Totally respect that. They have over 190 locations across the U.S. Order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free. There's no obligation to buy. It ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label. Try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com. Again, that's warbyparker.com slash shandy. Why? Do you want me to talk? Yeah, you should. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Are, are you guys are you guys shandies, first of all? Are you worried <laughs> about upsetting sure. Shandy? Okay. I okay. talked to him about Shandy stuff. Okay. He like gives his opinion. Um okay. I think your response makes a lot of sense. I feel like I might cry a little bit because it like, and I feel like you might too, because like, I didn't realize how nervous I was, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was just, I thought it might have been like more of like a, yeah, you do you. 
like you can tell them in like all these fun ways. Yeah, I don't know. You know, <laughs> I I understand why you're upset, and I'm and I want you to know that the reason we're, we're thinking about you guys, we're not saying this because we think it's your obligation to tell your no. family. We're thinking yeah. about the 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 implication and and the ramifications it will have on you, mm-hmm. and I think it will come back to bite you. Uh, more so than any, you know, sort of etiquette. Yeah. And I think I I used the word betrayal and I I stand by that. I think that given, it's not like your mother has not said anything and she's like, oh, you guys, you know, it's all up to you. And then you go secretly elope. It's like, oh, well, I never told you how I felt. She's made it really clear how she feels. And she has specifically said not to do the very thing you're doing and you're still doing it. So I'm not calling that the betrayal at all because you're allowed to do whatever the hell you want on your wedding day this is your day yeah i maintain that for sure i totally agree and you're agree. going to do that yeah that's that's what i think you're yeah. misinterpreting is we're telling you do it yeah you're going to do this we're yeah. not even allowing you to think about not doing yeah. this i'm just saying that you should go through the proper channels and just yeah. to make this a clean process and don't underestimate how special it'll make your mother feel ken to be told this information yeah. and to know she's the only one who's being told it and it's because you you want her to have that piece of information and to plan accordingly you're preparing her not only for this blow but for what she can plan in lieu yeah and she and she may go kicking and screaming but you you dangle the carrot you're like yeah but have whatever party you want after this yeah this is for us the rest is for you we can still have a wedding do whatever you want but this is for us and i will tell you that you barbie will take the brunt of the blame for this if you don't tell them. And I don't I don't want to scare you, but I have a bad feeling mm. that there's going to be whispers in Ken's family like, oh, I think this was her. This was all her decision. I, yeah, I can't. And help. I don't want to upset you, but I just have a bad feeling. Well, about also, that. when I read your email, Barbie, like that's what struck me about it was the intense anxiety about telling his family and what struck me about it was how it felt like it was more of so his problem than yours but i think it becomes your problem if there isn't that open line of communication leading yeah. up to it so ken i'm curious to know what you were expecting us to say oh no i just uh i didn't uh think of it that way until speaking with you guys that um i don't think of them as the type of people who would put blame on Barbie in this situation, Mm. but they might be, I don't know, you know? So I think what you guys are saying is a lot safer than the way that I've been thinking about this. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. It's just damage mitigation. That's the worst case scenario is that they would blame her in any way. I'm only going in that direction because chances are they'll be upset and they'll want to blame someone and she's one of two people involved in this decision who's not their child. Yeah. yeah. It's only natural. I can only imagine if if my sister and her boyfriend chose to elope and didn't tell anyone, my parents would probably come to me and be like, do you think this was his idea? Like, wh- yeah. where do you think she got this it's idea? It's natural. It's going to happen. You know, they'd happen. be like, how, mm-hmm. could she, how could she do this to us? Why would she leave us out yeah. of it? And I think really the betrayal would be in not telling them, not so the fact that they did it. And even when you do tell them, Ken, I do think it's kind of on you to take the responsibility for Yeah, well, make it clear that it's a 50-50 choice. Barbie. They're both in yeah. on it. Yeah, they or both want this. Or 75-25. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm safe. <laughs> It's largely my choice, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I have the 
family that's going to react this way. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I also like want, I've told you this too, like I want to make sure that my relationship with them is still intact. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It's it's yeah. going to cause damage if you do this secretly. Uh, Not I, I necessarily, don't, but I just... I mean, it's very likely. Yeah. I think this is the least anxiety and damage-causing, like long-term damage-causing option yeah. that you have. You can just do a very simple role reversal and just put yourself in your mother's shoes and just imagine you telling her that you eloped and just kind of act that out. I don't think that goes that well. From what you've told us, based on what she wants, based on what she yeah. wants, yeah, yeah, yes. There's yeah. going to be there's going to be anger, there's going to be hostility, there's going to be resentment. Um, can you make that better by you know really pushing the post elopement party? Maybe, but it's risky. I think it's risky, and I think I think there's nothing that takes away from the the, the personalized nature of what you're doing by telling them. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think our original thought with not telling them was just because we really wanted to elope and mm-hmm. we didn't want anyone to influence our decision. And I feel like I would have been really influenced by mm. his family yeah. just because I want to please them. Yeah. But at this but, point, we're doing it. It's, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Yeah. today. We paid for it. So we're doing it. Well, that's the thing. It. That's that's all you need to know. You're doing yeah. it. Whether you tell them or not, it's happening. Yeah. It's just, it's a cleaner way of doing it. Yeah. By and, telling. And look, that's I'm all. sure there's there'll be a handful of Shandies who disagree oh, yeah. with us. People are going to disagree with us. Yeah. And who say you should. So for what it's worth, what one thing we've learned from having this podcast is there's no way everyone's going to agree with our opinions on no. this, no. on anything. But I just think long term, especially Barbie, your desire to have a good relationship with his family. This is just such an easy thing. Yeah. And I agree with Anne. I know it doesn't sound easy. And I, it do, I'm sure it's not easy. I'm sure that she will try to change your minds. But it sounds like you're way past that. You even sound past that since you wrote the email. Yeah. Yeah. Like then it was a little more of this decision we we're working on. Well, now it sounds like, oh, yeah, we have we've paid for it. Yeah, exactly. That's great. I got to tell you, I think this is a beautiful. Yeah. Start. It really sounds like you're making the day about the two of you, and I just I think that's great. No, it's I applaud you. Thanks. It's not easy. Yeah, no. there's a lot of pressure. To a lot make of societal the... pressure too. Like you just you oh, say, totally. oh, I have a wedding. I get married. I have a wedding. Yeah. No, you don't have to. I also relate to it. Like I yeah. I understand the desire to not be the stars of your own show, which sounds funny since we're. <laughs> hosting this podcast right now. <laughs> but uh i really do relate we, we've said before about our own wedding that it's a bit of an out-of-body experience because you're sort of like all this attention is on me i don't even know what to do about it yeah, yeah. i'm just uncomfortable <laughs> but uh i think that's really cool that you're doing that i just mm-hmm. think that i think it'll make her feel loved it'll make ken your mother feel loved and appreciated to yeah. have been told Okay. It's it's certainly yeah. the the lower risk option, and you can do whatever you want. You would by no means have to take our advice mm-hmm. on this. Yeah. But this is what I would do. And ultimately, it is really sweet that she cares as much as yeah. she does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I definitely I'm not a high risk taker, so <laughs> definitely good to consider. I I, I hear that. I, I relate. Yeah. Okay, Barbie and Ken. <laughs> 
It's, it's so actually funny. Ken and Barbie, technically. It's, oh, really? Why? Isn't it always Ken and Barbie? No, Barbie was first and then Ken well, came Ken after. and Barbie came along in a, in a male-dominated society, right? Back in like the 40s. So it was always Ken first, then Barbie. No, it was Bar. Okay, Barbie's an innovator. Yes, <laughs> I feel like she has to be first. I'm pretty sure they invented Ken to keep Barbie company. Barbie, Barbie was around first. Barbie and Ken. I, okay, I'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Barbie and Ken. Oh, God, I love those names. It's such a great call. Thank you so much for joining us. Do you have any other cues? Well, you have us. Or while we have you, I don't Just think. Thank, thank you so you. much. Okay, thank awesome. you guys. Th- Good luck. You thank you for being uh, our first couple. Yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, very done a lot of these. No couples. <laughs> yeah. Usually, it's someone complaining about their partner. <laughs> <laughs> so almost always. Okay, thank you so much, and congratulations. Go enjoy. Yeah. It sounds honestly uh, just beautiful. Yeah, and send us an update if you can. Yeah, we yeah. love that. Yeah, we will. Thanks. Good luck. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, so what percentage of people do you think are going to disagree with 50-50. You think that many? 50-50. 50 people. And then it's going to be like a small percentage, like 10% are going to be like, oh, I can't believe you guys. So disappointed. <laughs> so disappointed. <laughs> so disappointed. Uh, Isn't that funny when someone's disappointed that you don't agree with them? Oh, it's, yeah, I'm disappointed you don't have the opinion that I have. Yeah, yeah. such an interesting call. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Whatever, whatever I mean, happened to just I I don't agree with you. I don't know. Yeah. Or it's okay yeah. that we don't agree. I'm still we can okay agree with you as a human being, disagree. but I don't agree with you. Yeah, I just really think, you know, if you analyze his relationship with his parents, like he obviously has a different viewpoint from them on like how to go about this. And I love that he's marching to the beat of his own drum. By the way, yeah. I think it's really sweet. I think this elopement sounds absolutely delightful. Yeah. And they are, by the way, by no means obliged to tell his parents. No. A lot of our answer comes from, I think, Barbie's anxiety. If she didn't give a fuck whether or not they cared or whether or not they were upset or whether or not her relationship with his parents might be tarnished in a mild or, you know, serious way long-term, then I would be like, do whatever you want. You don't have to tell them. Yeah. You don't owe them anything. Of course. But she cares. She cares. A, a huge part of the email was how do I maintain this relationship? I don't want to upset them. I want, like, I, you know, I want to be a part of the family. I just think that it's a, it's a small, I know it's easy for me to say, but it is a small thing. In the grand scheme of things, telling her and laying down the law, I actually agree with you. It's going to open a new door of communication with his family, between him and his family, that frankly, maybe it's about time. Yeah, I you, think so. Yeah, you don't get to dictate the choices we make. But out of respect, we're going to tell you what we're planning, just so that you're not caught off guard. And, you know, you can send us a text congratulating us a day over. We can send you a selfie after or something like that, mm-hmm. just to include you in a small way. I think that will go a really long way. I just, I can picture a lot of mothers being devastated by this. There are certain family dynamics where this would be totally fine. Yes. And I don't feel that this is one of them. I understand completely the concept of like the sacred nature of this, this secret, this like, this Mm -hmm. is ours. No one in the world's going to know we're going to be doing this the whole planet. 
can just go F themselves. Yeah. This is our wedding I, Which day. I do also love. I totally respect that and I get it. I deeply understand what they're trying to achieve here. Mm-hmm. But I think in this situation, there's going to be more regret later that they did it this way mm. than if they don't. I mean, you could be, I don't know how his mother is, but you could be facing a lifetime a of lifetime. passive aggressive remarks about And it. also distrust of, of his wife. Of, mm. of Barbie. Yeah, I I was hesitant to lean into that too much because I think that is a worst case scenario. The idea of like that possible. alienating her. Yeah, I, it is possible. And so why allow that to happen unnecessarily? And it's easy. If, if my son, if I was a mother, and my, this is, <laughs> like, is going to be a stretch here. A lot of stretches okay. going on here. So you're not only a father, you're a mother. I'm a mother. Okay. Now. If I was the mother of Ken, there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of problems happening here. Okay. I was Ken's mother. Okay. And, you know, I I really cared about him and I really was into weddings. Mm-hmm. I would want to blame Barbie. It would make it easier for mm. me because I don't want to blame my son that I love. I don't want to have that anger. I don't want to have that baggage. I want to just blame it on his wife. Yeah. And you can accuse her of being wrong to do that, which of course she sure. is, but nonetheless, it's human nature. It is. It's actually a very likely scenario. Yes. That the blame I, gets put on her by default. But just, just out of survival. Mm-hmm. I love my son. I don't want to create conflict or confusion here. I'm going to blame it on her. I also, the outsider. I think it's very telling that when we kind of focus, we sort of zeroed in on like, why can't you tell his mother or his immediate family what you're planning on doing? And you could see her reaction almost. She looked at him like we won't show their faces so people won't know. But she looked at him to, to suggest that she had suggested this before. <laughs> yeah. And he... You know, there was a sort of I told you so moment, it felt yeah, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, I don't want to be stressed about worrying they're going to show up. But then, she, like she said, but I'm going to be stressed. Yeah. Or I don't know who said it. But this, you know, the idea being that it's on her instead of on him. But I think the law is this is a boundary. Do not buy a plane ticket. Do not fly. We do not want you there. That's not the point of this day. It's not about you. It's about us. Please respect that. I am an adult. Yeah, I agree. I, and they, this is a real putting your foot down moment. And if they can't respect that, if they're like, no, we're coming, you can't do uh, this, then they just earned Barbie and Ken a full-blown, full-privacy elopement somewhere in yeah, the world, and they're not invited, and they're not going to yeah, be told about it. they're canceling Maine, yeah. and they're now eloping in, I don't know, the, some other corner. <laughs> <laughs> Oregon, <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> yeah, somewhere else they lost their rights to knowing this yeah. secret information. That's that's like nuclear option. Yeah. That, that's not going to happen. No, I, I think everyone's so. going to come to an understanding here. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I want to know if they were disappointed in our advice mm. individually. Did you get that feeling? I wasn't 100% sure. Well, they were kind of poker faced in general. They were they very were poker faced. They, they were cute. cute. Yeah, they well, of were course. like Barbie and Ken are always cute, <laughs> aren't they cute? Yeah, well, but- they're too cute. Barbie and Ken's too cute. Oh, I th- mm. too hot, too <laughs> cool, too cool. <laughs> what I liked about them was it really felt like they needed some guidance from people who were not involved. Yeah. And that's exactly what this purpose was, you know, and yeah. it really got to the core of why we're doing this. And like you said, the next person might be might give them totally different advice. Sure. I got the impression personally that she was surprised but liked our advice. That maybe maybe I'm projecting. I, and I, he yeah. was a bit like, oh, I mm, I have to. I do got this that thing impression, now. too. I, yeah. I thought that she was pleasantly surprised and he was a little disappointed. What I really want is an update. 
I yes. hope they give it to us. Yeah. I believe in his mother. Yeah. I I want to believe that she is going to handle this the way I think she can and will. And she's going to prove us right. <laughs> Which is the most important thing. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I no, really I hate it. You know, what's the saying that the thing you dread or fearing is never as bad as the fear itself? Yeah. Well, I'm sure I just. The only thing that. we have to fear is fear itself. <laughs> and then the actual thing that you were fearing is never as bad as the anticipation. Right. I would like to think that he, him dreading telling his parents or thinking the worst of wh- how they will handle it and how they will react and what actions they will take is worse than what will actually happen. Absolutely. And just based on Ken's demeanor, I just get the feeling he's not, he's like not conflict averse necessarily, but he's not like someone who jumps into conflict. Yeah. He seems like a pretty laid back guy. Yeah. And it sounds like his family is really loud and yeah. he's, you know, he's the quiet guy. Yeah. He's and been so comfortable is, in that place. Yeah, this is some heavy lifting, but it's necessary heavy lifting, in my opinion. Yeah. And if they don't do it and they just elope, so be it. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe it'll end up okay. But yeah. it, there's always going to be a little seed of resentment in that family. I think so. I love it when they're this black and white to us. Yeah. I mean, this one was really black and white to yeah, me. Yeah. Anyway. I knew right away. Yeah. I knew you were going to agree. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping if you didn't, I would have been really upset. I just don't know how that, you know, it is really cool. I think it's cool when people disagree with us because it's like, wow, you saw it that way. And you know, all of our opinions come from our experiences. Yeah. Right. So of course, part of my opinion comes from the fact that my father has said that our wedding days were the most best days beautiful. Of his life, yeah, the yeah. best days of his life. Like it has meant so much to him. He cared. That's you know he he cared. That's important. His mother cares. If he said he has a terrible relationship with his mother and his mother's a jerk, mm. our advice would have been different. Yes, hundred percent. Our answers are bespoke. Bespoke to this situation. Yes. So that's okay. it. <laughs> Done. Done. Okay. Well, Andy, we are now joined by another caller Yippee. named Alana. Alana, thank you so much for joining Hello, us. Hello, Alana. Hi, how are you guys? Good, good. Good. Do you mind giving us your age, your city or region, whatever you're comfortable sharing, and your story, please? Sure. Um, so I'm 29. I am from New Hampshire, so fellow New Englander over here. Very nice. Uh, the person in question is my best friend, and she is 32 years old. Okay. Um, So I wrote in back in February, I think it was mid-February, in regards to a text that I received from my best friend regarding a trip that we were going on in March. Um, So the trip has happened. A little bit has evolved there, and my question has sort of evolved as well. Um, Originally, my question was about uh, me and my husband sharing a room at an Airbnb that my friend had booked for us. I remember um, this. Yes. <laughs> with uh, his friend. So I'll just kind of start from the beginning. Um, I got a notification about a music festival that was happening in Vermont. Um, I was really excited about it, sent the invite info to my husband and my best friend. We're in a group chat together. We're very like good friends with all of each other. Music festivals and concerts are kind of like our thing. And so she was like, yeah, I'm totally into it. I'm totally down. Like, we'll do that. Um, And she took it upon herself to book and research Airbnbs in the area. 
So we all agreed on one and she was like, oh, I'm going to see if a few other people can join us. And we were like, cool, totally fine. Like we know most of each other's friends, acquaintances, like we're fine with that. Uh, she couldn't find anyone. Nobody could either like afford it or could take the time off or what have you for the event. So we were like, oh, we'll reach out to one of our friends who might be interested. We reached out. Uh, we'll call him R just for sake of, of anonymity. Um, and he was like, yeah, totally into it. Let's do it. So now there's four of us mm. and we're staying in a three bedroom Airbnb so totally works because obviously me and my husband are going to share a room and the two of them get their own rooms. Then like a month before the trip, I get a text from her saying, hey, like I added these three people, two of which are a couple. <laughs> by the way, the price went up by $30 per person uh, and you guys are going to share a room with R. And so I was like, wait. So me and my husband now have to share a room with one of our single friends. Totally fine. We love him. So like it not a huge deal, but then she was like, and then these two people who are coming, who are a couple will get their own room and then I'll get my own room. <laughs> and then so-and-so will sleep on the couch. And I was like, well, that doesn't really make sense. Like why, like we're the only married couple. Like why are we now sharing a room with someone, it just kind of devolved into this whole like thing where I got really frustrated by it. Obviously I emailed you guys. It was in the moment I emailed you because I was like, am I being petty or is this like a valid thing to be upset by? I love that in the heat of the moment, she immediately emails to Shannon. Yeah, that's great. We love that. We love that. I love, well, sometimes I you can tell. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you can tell, like when I'm going through the emails, I'm like, this is a heat of the moment email. But honestly, those are often the best ones. Uh. Because, you know, you really are capturing your true emotions like before you've started to question yourself or edit yourself and censor yourself and yeah. everything. Yeah, that's okay. true. So continue. I'm dying to know if you address this, but yeah, continue. Yeah. So I um, took a moment uh, after I sent the email to you guys and I was like, I sent an email to a podcast. I did <laughs> yeah, the thing. That's the I good, did the thing that you guys always it. say. And yep. I was like, it's mm. a problem. I need to address it. So... <laughs> Uh, I did. So the text that I received that put me into like a weird place. So she was like, the price went up to X amount, but like, it's not too bad. And I was like, okay, so it's like per person, it went up to this total dollar. And then she said, yeah, I think we'll charge this person that's sleeping on the pullout couch, like, you know, a little bit less because he's sleeping on the pullout couch. And I was like, okay, yeah, I feel like that's fair for him, but that's going to mean that me and my husband are paying almost $400 to share a room with someone else. So you didn't, so is everyone paying, other than the person on the pullout couch, you're all paying the same amount? Yes. So you're paying the same amount as her who gets her own room alone? Y yes. So like I'm paying the same amount as her and my husband is paying, so we're paying double. obviously double what everyone uh, else is paying oh, and yeah. we're sharing a room with someone. Oh, that is okay. Okay. Have oh. you ever had money issues with this friend in the past, like splitting or dealing with money Getting situations? Getting paid back for things? I, I think she has a bad understanding no, so of how money she works. She is very um, aware. So like when bills come, like, sh like if we go out for dinner, like she really only wants to pay for like 
her portion. Like she has a lot of food allergies right. and stuff like that. Yeah. So like she's okay. always like, you drank three drinks. I'm not oh, splitting the bill because I only had one. Like she's that yeah. kind of person. Yeah. Which, so you I know, to each their own. In, yeah. Yeah. I was like, if I put yeah, it in the perspective yeah. of like, you know, now we're paying double what mm-hmm. you're, you know what yeah. I mean? We're not splitting this evenly anymore. Right. Um, so she asked, do you think we should split it evenly? I think it's like X amount if we go in even. Do you not want to be in the same room as R or do you want the room charges weighted? And like, I took my time, obviously. I emailed you guys. And so I responded and I said, I don't know. I just feel weird because originally it was just me, you and my husband. So the expectation was that we would all have our own space. And then other people couldn't make it, which was fine with us. Even with R, <laughs> mm-hmm. we would all still have our own space. And now it just feels like we're kind of getting shafted. Uh, we've been planning to do this from the get-go. And then these people decide to join and they end up getting a solo room. Like, I don't know. I thought slash assumed. And maybe I'm just like having a weird reaction. Um, I just wish we had talked about it first because it just doesn't feel great. So I'm rambling and like, I don't really know what to do with this. And so then the response was, I'll share the room with the other couple. I didn't realize you didn't want other people to come. Sorry about that. No, that's not the point. And I was like, that's not what I was upset about. That's not the point. (laughs) So Andy, as the primary grocery shopper in this household, I don't think there's any denying that I'm the one that does most of the grocery shopping. I bought bananas last week. Oh, good job. (laughs) But let me tell you, the cost of groceries is just through the roof. I cannot believe how much some things cost. Like eggs. It's one of America's biggest expenses. Yes. And let's be honest, everyone needs to eat. It's not like this is an optional expense. This is a required expense. And by the way, already, if you're buying ingredients to cook at home, you're already taking the more affordable route. You're not eating out. You're already making an effort. That's why we love HelloFresh, because they deliver not only all the ingredients you need, and the recipes, obviously, to make delicious, healthy meals at home. The exact amount that you need is delivered to your door, and then you eat all of it, and then you're done. There's no food waste and no additional money spent. Yeah, you'd think there would be a premium, a big premium for a service like this. No. But you're actually just getting, it's basically a grocery service that's cheaper than yeah. your usual grocery <laughs> service, true. and you get meals, and yeah. you learn how to cook. Yeah. No, it's true. I think you're right. I actually, I will be honest. When I first heard of HelloFresh, and by the way, this was years ago, long before we started Dear Shandy, I always assumed that these meal delivery kits, you did pay a premium. You were paying somewhere between grocery store prices and restaurant prices. But actually, I would argue that this is cheaper than buying groceries and cooking. Especially if you live in New York City. One of the downsides of HelloFresh is in the old days, when one of us cooked for each other, it would be like a big favor (laughs) and now it's fun so it doesn't count and as many of our shandies know we do not eat meat which can be super limiting in our day-to-day life especially when we eat out but with Mm -hmm. hellofresh you have 40 weekly meals to choose from so there are tons of veggie options but on top of that to build on the idea of it being a sort of good addition to your weekly groceries is that they have over a hundred add-ons to choose from so this could be really fast easy lunches easy salads it could be pantry essentials snacks desserts oh i like how you save desserts for last (laughs) that's the one you're least interested in right well they do have this pecan pie tart oh i know about the pecan pie it's so good so go to HelloFresh.com slash Shandy16 and use code Shandy16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh, H-E-L-L-O-F-R-E-S-H.com slash Shandy16. That's Shandy16 and use code Shandy16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. 
So, Andy, mm-hmm. <laughs> since our last Squarespace ad, I swear I've had another really positive Squarespace customer oh service experience. God. I can't take it anymore with this. I know it's getting over the top, but I'm just going to talk about their customer service, which, by the way, is award winning. They know what they're doing. Literal awards. You get an actual human. You're not talking to a bot, which is super annoying. All sir. a bot is doing is basically saving you 10% of the time you would take reading through the FAQs. Yeah. Why would I need that? <laughs> Meanwhile, when you open a chat with Squarespace customer service, I'm totally honest. I've never waited more than one minute. It's like I'm always one or two in the queue. And then a real human comes on. I have heard you on the phone many times. You love calling customer service. <laughs> I mean, you really do. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> it's true. But I've heard you on with many different services, mm-hmm. not just Squarespace, on the phone with customer service many times. And I often hear a lot of frustration. But I've noticed a difference in the tone. When you're talking to Squarespace customer service, I'm hearing you tell me about the experience while you're having it. <laughs> And I got to be honest, I'm getting sick of it. I'm getting sick of hearing how good their customer service is. Okay, so let's actually talk about what Squarespace does and not about their customer service, although it is really good. So Squarespace is the premier platform for building a gorgeous website with little to no coding, design, whatever experience. It's plug and play. They have all these beautiful templates and you plug your information, your imagery, you, and what, oh my gosh, I could go on and on. Now they have font families. So you don't have to know what fonts look good together. Same with color palettes. A lot of this stuff is figured out for you. So if you just really want your hand held from beginning to end, They've got you covered. You know what I think about when I start a new service? I always think, can my mom use this? Mm. And my mom can build a website with Squarespace. Yeah. That's all you need to know. That's it's so true. And we cannot miss the features. They have every little thing you could possibly want, whether it's scheduling, e-commerce, blogs, email campaigns, analytics, member areas, the list goes on. So head to squarespace.com Shandy for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code Shandy to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com Shandy for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code shanty for 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain i i think the weirdest thing about this whole thing is that you have to share the room with anybody like i think Thank it should you. have been like set in stone that's how it was in the beginning and that's how it should always be it also was her idea in the first place. And it was the your idea thing was her idea okay so i want to know is that where things ended like how what ended up happening so we continued to text um so she said Like, I apologize about adding these people before asking. I didn't mean to make you guys feel slighted. I I mean, I think to me, that's the biggest crime here is that she didn't just run it past her before, like, volunteering a private room to these other people. It's very easy. I'm putting myself in her shoes. Like, Mm -hmm. let's say we let's you're her. Yeah, no, I would be I would be super. I would be so pissed off. Yeah. Why yeah. would I want to even I can't, I can't think of a single person we know. And we know some people we would love to like we would live. We could have a spare room and have one yeah, of our friends. Yeah. We love them so much. But I don't want a friend in our room <laughs> on, a, on a weekend getaway. OK, OK. I would never want that okay. ever. It doesn't matter who the person is. OK, that's ridiculous. OK, Alana, continue. And, and then uh, we want to hear the, the distilled down question at the end. Yes, I know. It's a lot of information. So I responded and I said, it's not that I didn't or don't want a big group of people. Like, that's not it at all. I just wish we had been in the know and were able to talk about the logistics collectively. I just was caught off guard and trying to work through why I had a weird reaction to it. Like, I was completely blunt with her. Like, I was like, 
I'm having a weird, like, visceral response. Clearly, I'm, like, upset. But, like, I didn't, like, I've known her for 20 years. Like, we've known each other for so long that I'm, like, I should be able to have this conversation. Uh, And her response was just, I honestly wasn't trying to hurt anyone. You guys are so close with R. It wasn't meant to be a slight. And, like, she just kind of kept reiterating that. And I said... I know that's why I I thought it, like, I assumed it was an assumption on your part that we would share a space with him. I had a strong reaction, so that's why I took some time. Because honestly, it's not about, it's not necessarily about the sharing the room. I mean, it kind of was, but I didn't want it to, like, come off bitchy. Um, Like, I was just caught off guard, didn't feel great about it. Like, I've been super excited about this weekend, because, like, the last time we did something like this was so much fun. And then she said okay, sorry about that. I didn't think to ask before discussing and I won't do that in the future. And I just said, I appreciate you acknowledging and understanding where I'm coming from. I just like to be kept in the loop when it comes to our trips. Cause like we do a lot of group trips because yeah, yeah. it's just kind of part of our friendship. And I don't know, it just, it just like felt really weird. Um, so then on the trip, <laughs> oh dear. Uh, there was a, another friend that like came up to hang out with us, but didn't stay at the Airbnb. And I was like, that's weird. Like, why didn't he just stay? And I made that comment to her and she was like, well, you got mad at me when I uh, invited the other people. Uh, Two passive aggressive moves. Yeah. I, like I, was, I was actually <laughs> thinking that was that ended kind of amicably, but now I'm like, oh, that's annoying. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, and I looked at her and we were sitting at a table and one of our friends was like in between us when she said that. And I was like, Oh, like, I wasn't mad about that. And she just goes, I don't want to talk about it. Like, I don't want to get into it right now. And I said, that's fine. But I was like, we're going to have to talk about it at some point, because clearly it's bothering bothering you, but you don't want to. Uh... So I'm kind of stuck as to how to address it. Do I address it? She clearly doesn't want to address it. Wait, so So... that's where things are. You finish out the trip. You never talk about it again. And have you been talking to her like normal since? Yes and no. I would say like our friendship feels a little strained on my side since all of this. Like I feel like since the wedding, our communication has definitely gone downhill. Like we don't text as much as we used to, but like we communicate on other platforms like Instagram. She'll send me like TikTok things. Like we still like have that level of communication, but it's not at like it's not on a daily basis that we text anymore so and when you say, there's definitely a shift okay mm. and when you say the wedding do you mean your wedding yes so and how my husband ago? and i got married in october of 2022 oh. congratulations oh, yeah congratulations thank That's you very recent. <laughs> okay. uh, she was one of my two bridesmaids so oh. she you know is a close friend my best friend and yeah. like we do a lot of things together but it's just like i don't know this whole thing just felt weird and icky and i don't like the feeling like i'm walking on eggshells with her currently and do you feel like you've put in the same amount of effort as usual since the wedding like you you've been holding up your end of the bargain of like what your friendship has always been in terms of communication my communication is probably lessened like i'll be honest I mean, my friendships have just sort of evolved in general because obviously I have a partner that I like spending time with, whereas in past relationships, I wasn't really like that. Like I had very different interests from past partners, whereas now my husband and I, we love doing a lot of the same things. So like Mm -hmm. we share in a lot of those hobbies and extracurriculars. So like 
he's there for a lot of those whereas past partners weren't and like I would be like okay bye I'll see you later and leave and go hang out with my friends whereas now I'm like no I want you to be involved with Mm -hmm. my friendships and I want you to be there so like there's definitely a shift but I don't know if like my communication my communication has probably diminished a bit if I'm being honest okay no I love the honesty and I mean that's kind of a something of a trope anyway you know people get married and then you sort of stop hearing from them because chances are the person they chose to get married to they really enjoy the company of and they sort of fall off the face of it actually might be a problem if you hear too much from them yeah (laughs) no it's true (laughs) and it's always sort of a fine line so the the main question is do you do you address this how do you address this i assume you want to mend things I would like things to not feel as uncomfortable as they do. Like, mm-hmm. like just that like interaction at the, at the, the Airbnb where she was just like, well, you got mad last time and I don't want to talk about this. I was like, that's well, helpful. <laughs> yeah. Now I feel like I have to talk about it, but I just don't know how, since she's clearly avoiding you, the con, like she doesn't want the conflict, which do you really like her? Like, do you really wanted her to be in your life forever? She's like, are you a bridesmaid? No, I don't. But oh, I, yeah. I, people have had bridesmaids or groomsmen. They stopped being friends with. <laughs> it's, true. it's not like a permanent, no, like married to your bridesmaids. She's one of those people like where we always like half joked about like getting older and like getting a duplex and like sharing like, you know, a condo space and like, you know, kind of living side by side. And like, she's one of the like, I'm like a second daughter to her mom and like it, like we're very enmeshed in that way and like our friendship and like I I think she brings a lot of value to my life and mm. I hope that I do the same for her but like mm. I don't know things are just it's just weird right now. Okay. I I I may have a controversial opinion on this. I may too. Oh. I'm actually interested to hear. So I I like to separate like friends infractions to misdemeanors and felonies. This is definitely a misdemeanor. I'm not putting this in the felony department. And I don't think that she meant ill will in any way. I think this was more sloppy mm. than intentional. Mm. And as some of these things often do, they blossom into things worse than the actual crime itself. I feel like it's possible that you may have to bury this one. Mm. I don't mean you never talk about it again. I'm not saying that you just act like it never happened, which I think that the problem with that is that there seems to be some sort of friction now. So it's caused a problem. I think you might want to address it, but I think you may have to take a really high road on this one and kind of not, I kind of almost soft apologize for making it such a big deal. I, I just give me a second. I'm just listening. I didn't, I'm not yeah. reacting. I, and, 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 Believe me, I'm not putting any of this on you. She clearly, this is a misdemeanor. She should be fined. But <laughs> the problem is, is that this minor crime is becoming a bigger problem in your relationship and it shouldn't. She didn't do anything that was really insidious or malicious. It was sloppy. Mm. It was sloppy and she didn't totally consider your experience. You have to approach it very softly. I think you have to approach it with almost a borderline apologetic stance. And that may actually cause her to give you an even bigger apology and kind of bury it once and for all and let it all out. I don't think you should say we need to talk like I was really upset by this thing. I don't think that's the approach. It wasn't bad enough. That's my opinion. Okay. Can I come in? Because you have a good friend. Don't screw up the friendship. 
This shouldn't right. screw up your friendship. That's this the goal. Is, this <laughs> yeah. is not friendship ending. This should not be friendship altering. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I agree with 90% of what you're saying, actually. Okay. First of all, I actually, the, the text exchange, I actually, I, I heard two friends that clearly value each other and yeah. one kind of fucked up and maybe didn't apologize enough. And the other friend, like even with you expressing your issues with it, you were like, you're like, and I'm trying to understand why I'm having such a strong reaction. Like there was a lot of like self-awareness and self-reflection and like i i thought that you both handled it really well the thing that really threw me off was when you were on the trip proper Mm. and and you and you said why didn't they stay with us and from her perspective i can see maybe if she was pretending to be more okay with how you handled it than she was that would be like annoying to her. It's like, well, you didn't want to share a room. There's only so many rooms in the Airbnb. Was I supposed to find some other Airbnb, blah, blah, blah. It's sort of like, well, you didn't want anyone else to stay. And I think depending on just the tone of how that comes off, it can come off way more abrasive and contro, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Antagonistic than she even intended. And first of all, I think this is a phone conversation. Or like, let's go for coffee. Hmm. Like, I think this is a face-to-face or real-time thing. I don't think this should be done via text. No, I agree. And I think there's a gray area in between apologizing and being like, hey, it bothered me that you blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just want to address this and get it out in the open. Let's each air it out. And we can both take this. Like, we've been friends for over 20 years. Like, this is so stupid. Yeah. And I agree with Andy that it's becoming a bigger thing than the... I agree it's a misdemeanor. Mm-hmm. It's like an annoying thing. It, to me, it's annoying. I agree it's annoying. And I find it a little irksome that she booked, the, you know, she somehow ended up getting a room to herself. And it was your idea in the first place. But, you know, I have one friend immediately comes to mind. And she's also like that with dining out. You know, she wants to pay for exactly what she got, nothing more. And if I'm totally honest, she usually doesn't pay quite enough to cover like a 20% tip, which always annoys me. And when we travel, the times that I've traveled, like she's kind of a princess when it comes to this sort of thing. Like she wants her, Mm -hmm. she wants a whole bed to herself. You know, when there's four girls in a room, like she's allowed people to sleep on a sofa when she had a king bed to herself, like that kind of thing. And It's the kind of thing you grit your teeth over and it's annoying. And it sounds like you're closer to your friend than I am to this friend. And that's why I think you should address it Mm -hmm. and not let it spiral, not let it affect your relationship negatively. And if I'm just trying to analyze this from her perspective, like you got married in October, she's a bridesmaid, even like a slight downtick in communication and you making an effort you know, you're finally like getting together, you're going on this trip. And if you think about her perspective, I'm just being like out of an abundance of trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, because again, I'm on your side, like I would also be annoyed by this. It might irk her more than it otherwise would that, you know, you got married in October, she's been seeing and from seeing less of you hearing from you less. And then the thing that you get annoyed by is that you can't have a room alone to your husband who you see every single day. Like it might be kind of like, am I chopped liver kind of thing? Like, is this really worth bringing up? I'm only giving her an abundance of the benefit of the doubt here. I agree. I I get the feeling you guys are really good friends. And it actually, this call gave me a little bit of anxiety. Like I was like, I hope this friendship doesn't get screwed up by this Mm. stupid thing. Yeah. Like I don't want, but I'm not in your shoes and I can't feel that like heat in your body over this. Like I know what you're feeling. Believe me. I I like to call this a shadow apology. It's not an apology. It's the shadow of an apology. (laughs) Like I, 
<laughs> just think of that when you go into the conversation. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's not like she's saying, I'm sorry, I blah, blah, blah. It's more like, can we solve this? Let me hear your perspective. Here's mine. Yeah. And let's both let's both apologize for letting this become something more than it needed to become. It's not like, I'm sorry for having my perspective on this. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think that's like the, the biggest thing that I wanted to like get out of this conversation was because like my husband's a therapist. So like Uh I get his side, right. Like, and he, he's able to like, kind of like calm me down in that way and be like, here's the logistical thing to do. But then like my other side is like, I just don't want to like bring it up if it's then going to blow up like the verbiage of like, yeah, like acknowledging like this kind of got away from me. And like, you know, this has been eating at me and bothering me since like all of this happened. Like I, I just wanted to like figure out how to like verbalize that to her. And I think, I think maybe just like addressing it the way that I have, which is just being like, I don't know why this exploded, but like, yeah. can we not yeah. have Let's, it explode anymore? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I honestly don't even know if you should word it like, I don't know why this exploded because from her perspective, maybe it didn't yeah. explode and you don't want to make it sound like you thought it did. So it's more like, hey, right. I feel like I don't want things to ever be weird between us because I love you and like you're my yeah. best friend. And like, can we talk about that thing that Airbnb, like, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Like, I don't want things to be weird between us. Yeah. I get the impression that this is like, yeah, going to be over in a second. Totally. You are 100 percent right that sh- this was very annoying. Yeah. But it should not be friendship ruining or even friendship altering. Mm. It should be something that maybe elevates your friendship mm. and see it that way. Go with her. Go to her in person. I don't even think phone phone you can do. I don't know how kids do it these days, but uh, <laughs> go with an, an immense amount of warmth. Mm. Just just to, like a fireplace of warmth. <laughs> And and bury this, yeah. bury it. Just, <laughs> Alana, what did you think we were going to say to this today? I'm just curious. I uh, I wasn't sure, honestly. I'm not a very soft person, so like, kind of having that reminder of like, go into it gently and don't be like too forward. I mm. think is like the the takeaway that I'm getting, which I appreciate. <laughs> Okay, I need that good. reminder sometimes. For what it's worth, you might not feel like you're that soft a person, but I actually, when you read those texts, I I really loved how you were like, I'm trying to analyze why I'm having yeah. such a strong reaction to that. If a girlfriend did that with me, that would go a really long way because it's like, let's let's solve this together. Like, it's not like, you did this. Like, it's on you. You're showing that you're reflecting and that you are acknowledging that maybe it's hitting a nerve in some way that you can't even explain. I just think that it shows a lot of humility and I think you guys are awesome. The, yeah. This friendship sounds great. Yeah, it's good. So, good so stuff. Patch it. Patch up that little tiny, yeah. the little bit of air that's escaping out of that little slit. <laughs> I don't know. That what, what vehicle are you referring to? <laughs> I'm thinking that like right now it's like a like it's like a nice beach ball and there's just like a little hole where like a little bit of air is I, I don't think a, a hole in a beach ball it's over. Wait, what's your analogy for this? I think it's more like a tiny little crack at the bottom of a boat. That just could take some of that like super glue or whatever, like caulk, and you're fine. <laughs> okay. I mean, this, <laughs> I don't know why that's so superior to my uh, analogy. It's super. It's way better. Okay, Alana, thank you so much for trusting us with this. Like, I really, I loved your question. I love, am I the asshole question? No, yeah. It's the best. <laughs> yeah, they're the best. Thank yeah. you so and much. And usually they're the asshole, but in this case, no. <laughs> Well, I'm glad to hear that. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Have a great night and and thanks for calling in.
Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Oh, dear. You know, I liked that one. It felt, you know, it's not, I don't want to diminish it, no. but it was light. It was very light, but also important. Yes. An important lesson. Don't let good friendships get ruined by harboring stupid resentment shit. about some kind of stupid shit. Yeah. I don't mean to say that she shouldn't be annoyed by it because that no, is No, she annoying. should be. As a matter of fact, she <laughs> must be annoyed yeah, by it. Yeah. The crime committed is that she didn't run it past her first. Yeah. Like, it was Alana's idea. No. The whole trip was her idea. She sabotaged. Yeah. She, she went rogue. She went rogue. <laughs> Yeah, she went rogue, but it's not like I really don't think that she meant for meant to like no offend her. It was done. She was done with pure sloppiness. Yeah, it was done with pure yeah. pure grade A mm. sloppiness. Yeah, and that was it. Mm-hmm. No malice, mm. and that's why she was so annoyed that she was so annoyed. Is what she's like. I didn't mean it to be. I wasn't being a dick. Yeah, like, I didn't mean fine. it. Fine, I'll stay in the room yeah. with those other people, which sounds passive aggressive. Totally passive aggressive. Like, how do I make this go away? Well, she's annoyed. I can't undo it. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like when two people don't see eye, two friends don't see eye to eye on a, on a foul committed. Yeah, there's always this lingering problem, and and like did. <sighs> It's not worth it. No. That's all I can say. I would be super annoyed. Yeah. Not worth it. Yeah. I think, you know, if this was a romantic relationship, I think that this would be a quick fight. Yeah. And then they would both move on from it. I'm trying totally. to like equate it to like the value of like how it should affect a relationship. Totally. This is not even no. like go to bed angry. No, situation. you know what it would be? It would be a quick fight. And then like, like three months later during another fight, it would come <laughs> up. Like, remember that time? Like, ah. <laughs> I love these friendship questions. Yeah, friendship questions are good. I used to not like them. Oh, yeah, you've really come around. Yeah, they're a good change of pace. Yeah, I just think that in some ways they're even more relatable. Yeah, everyone has friend problems. Yes, and some people don't have relationship, you know, romantic relationship problems. But let me tell you, stuff like this, this is mega relatable. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well, I think that's a wrap. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Leave us Apple and Spotify podcast ratings and reviews. Tell your friends and generally do all the things that you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye bye. Dear Shandy. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.